Breaking news. This just in. It's a bad crypto quickie. We needed to just come on in and do a a really short episode because 10,000 is just a big number, right? Five figures for the first time. For the first time ever. Now, we saw this happen last night in uh, Korea, right? I saw BitThumb, their their exchange was at around 10,300. Uh, Coinbase was at around 9,800. I saw it get up to like 99.65 or so last night before I had crashed out. And uh, there has been uh, big announcements. I mean, it's showing up on CoinMarketCap right now that it has hit 10,000 US dollars. That's a lot of money, Mr. Joel. Right. And that's I think that's an average of multiple exchanges. What's interesting is that Coinbase has peaked out at ninety nine eighty nine and eighty nine cents. That's what I've seen as of right now. And we're recording this on uh, what day is it? Tuesday at uh, just afternoon mountain time. So, you know, it could pass on Coinbase shortly. But the point is, is that on some exchanges, Bitcoin has hit the five-figure mark. I repeat, the eagle has landed. Yes, and uh, also, just so everyone knows, um, from henceforth, Bitcoin Cash is called Bcash. You can't call it anything else other than Bcash. That's now the official term, right? Is that we, we decided? Yeah, that? It, we'll <laughs> we'll talk. Let's talk about that in just a moment here. So this is we're off the regular format, gang. It's a short episode. Uh, there's no you know Q and A. There's no you know news segment. This is the feature. There's no music even because Aaron, our producer, is on a plane somewhere and we just wanted to get this out even though you've already received an ICO spotlight today because I don't know how you have a landmark moment and not stop the presses to talk about it. You know, we've done this we've done this in the past, right? If there's been some really interesting news, we'll come out and do a little quick video, like for example, or a quick uh, little, you know, podcast, like when China stopped uh, allowing ICOs, that was a pretty big day because the market was tanking. China. Right? China. 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 Yeah. China. And uh, and um, and so we have done this in the past. And so when there's big news like this, we wanna we wanna share because I mean, what's been crazy about this, Mr. Joel Kama, is it's not just Bitcoin that's going up. I mean, we're sitting we're seeing Litecoin at right around a hundred bucks. We're seeing well, 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 not quite. I mean, it's hit ninety five. That's really gets getting close yeah. to hundred bucks. It's, it's it, that that three figure level will be a breakthrough mm-hmm. for Litecoin as well when that happens. Yep. Uh, you know, Ethereum's knocking on 500's door, not too far away, about 20, 25 bucks away. Um, we are in some pretty astronomical numbers. And I, I wonder if this is not kind of the same sensation people were feeling back earlier this year in 2017 when, you know, Ethereum was like $8 a coin and then it just skyrocketed, right? And then, you know, Bitcoin was a, a thousand, under a thousand, and it just took off. I mean, it, this feels like another one of those moments where, where prices have just gone off the rails right now. It's tulips. 
Total tulips, total. It's tulips. And, and even, uh, you know, Stellar Lumens, we've talked about, they were one of the first guests on the show. And those of you that were listening early got 500 free lumens, um, courtesy of the people at Stellar Lumens. And if you've huddled those, those 500 free lumens are currently worth almost $35. Hmm. How about that? It's at uh, almost seven cents right now, up thirty-two percent today. And I think, you know, a lot of people think it's one of the more undervalued tokens that are out there. Of course, we are not financial advisors and have no idea what we're talking about. But just based on the fact that they now have an agreement with IBM to make uh, cross-channel uh, payments between countries, is my understanding. Uh, you know, there could be a lot of juice behind that. And today, the chart is showing a straight-up line. Like, I'm looking at coin market cap, and it's just like, whoop. Yeah. Well, that's one of those ones that I've, I've paid attention to because, you know, they've done a partnership with IBM. You know, they do Hyperledger. And I think right now, the and I don't know this for certain, but there's been some rumors, and that's one of those things that people buy on the rumors, sell on the news. That's just kind of one of those investing philosophies but the rumor is that ibm is going to begin work with visa and if ibm is working with visa then in parallel most likely lumens would be the financial uh you know uh, protocol for for all the you know for the blockchain and for for payment transfers so who knows? We don't know. That's the rumor that's going on, and it looks as if that that's potentially what's happening on Coin Market Cap, and and with the uh, the prices kind of kind of cruising on up. And it could be. And you know, let's face it. This year has been a huge increase. If we look at Bitcoin alone, on January first, I'm rolling my mouse over. It was at nine hundred ninety six dollars. So Bitcoin is looking at an increase of 1,259% this year. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of people say that's unsustainable, this is a bubble, and it's going to burst. And half of me says, yeah, you're right. And the other half of me says, mm, I don't know. We've never seen technology like this. And there are only 21 million Bitcoin ever and only 17 million have been put into circulation and 4 million are lost, that's scarcity. That means there's only about 13 million at most. And maybe Satoshi Nakamoto's got a million of them. So let's say there's 12 million Bitcoins ever. If you have, if you own one Bitcoin, you own one in 12 million. Um, and, you know, that might sound like a big number, but really when you consider that there's 7 billion people on the planet, 12 million is nothing. Mm -hmm. Let me put this in perspective for you guys. So when we had the episode that came out on Monday, we had talked about in the news section that, that Bitcoin had just passed Walt Disney Company, right? And it was just passing uh, General Electric or it was coming up knocking on the door of General Electric, Correct. Yep. Hello, General Electric. Yeah, well, that that was when Bitcoin had passed, you know, Walt, Walt Disney at 154 billion, uh, General Electric at 158 billion, Philip Morris, and Boeing at 159 and 158 billion, Mastercard at 163 billion, Comcast at 165 billion, PepsiCo 166 billion, Dow Dupont 167 billion. Right now, Joel. Bitcoin is a hundred and sixty-eight billion dollar market cap. It just passed Mastercard. That's pretty incredible. 
that and the market cap of all cryptos together is 311 billion. And you know, is it a good time to buy? Is it a good time to sell? I don't know. As is you guys know uh, that are regular listeners to the show, I'm hodling. I'm in it for the long term and I expect that there will be dips. And I will and and my hope is that it will continue to go up. But honestly, the whole thing could collapse. It could go to zero. We don't know. I'm looking at it and going, this just feels like the internet at the beginning. In fact, Travis, I saw an article last night, I believe it was on Forbes, and the and we need to find this for a future episode, but it said that cryptocurrency is like nineteen ninety four. And 1994 is the year that we really started getting our first uh, graphical websites because we had a web browser. And, you know, so that's where some people see Bitcoin as now. And if that's the case, then the biggest boom, uh, we, we've not seen nothing yet. Mm-hmm. And actually, I was at lunch today with a good friend of mine who's a, a digital marketing guy. I've, um, my business partner and I have known him for almost 20 years. And he, he does some really cool stuff in the digital marketing space. Dave McBee. And uh, he he had mentioned that your analogy of um, back in the day of talking about how cryptocurrency kind of feels like DOS, he really mm-hmm. resonated with that because, you know, a lot of people couldn't figure out DOS because it was just, you know, you had to have the, the, the command prompt and you had to know the right codes to use. And then, But once it got to the point where, you know, we had the GUI interfaces and the graphical user interfaces in the mouse and being able to click around, it made it a lot easier for the grandmas of the world to understand how to use it. And we just had this call, uh, we had the interview yesterday with, uh, with Charlie Lee, and that's going to come out in our next episode. And that interview right there, you know, he's talking about these ETFs and how there's going to be Bitcoin that will be tradable on the stock market. And it's going to become really easy soon, especially with the um, all the different hedge funds that are going to be trading in Bitcoin. And then that other, what is the other, the CEM or what is that one? one that one organization that's going to be? C- CME. CME, yeah. They're going to be doing um, or, or, or trading Bitcoin. And then Fidelity is going to start giving access to Bitcoin to their users. And that's millions and millions of new people. And that's going to be billions and billions of dollars that pour into the market cap, Joel. And that just, it fits right in line with those predictions of Bitcoin next year hitting between twenty-five dollars and $40,000 of Bitcoin. That is certainly a possibility, and that's why I'm going to continue to hodl. Now, you referenced earlier Bcash. Uh, we talked about this just a little bit in the interview with Charlie Lee that we recorded yesterday. It comes out in the next episode. You guys are going to want to watch for this because Charlie is just, he's, he's amazing. He's such a great guy. Follow him on Twitter, at Satoshi Light. Uh, so Roger was being interviewed by this guy. I don't know who it was, but it was on YouTube, and it was about a forty-three minute interview. And it was a the live. Guy, it was an on-air. It was a hangout live. live. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was live, and the guy was was pushing Roger, you know, pretty heavily on uh, Bitcoin Cash and what the motives were and what Roger's intent was, and and the guy kept calling it B Cash instead of Bitcoin Cash, and Roger got really irritated and agitated and the guy said that roger had you know uh paid trolls out there basically you know a a group of people that were posting and trying to create fud about bitcoin and trying to pump up bitcoin cash and um roger threatened to walk and then the guy kept calling it b cash because he didn't want it to be so he didn't feel like it was bitcoin and roger insists that it's the real bitcoin and roger got he got mad 
He yelled at the guy. He, he was saying stuff, Travis, like, you know, I'm a, I was a multimillionaire before I ever got into crypto. And, and look at you. You got your, you know, you don't even make a million dollars a year with your, I guess he has a porn site or something. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is, that, is that what you got out of it? Yeah, I, I have several porn sites. Oh, wait, no, wait. Uh, Aaron, cut that. Oh, wait, Aaron's not here. Never mind, never mind. No no edits on this. This is, <laughs> this is bad crypto Uh-oh. unleashed. Uh-oh. And and Roger gave the guy the finger. And uh, and and I'll tell you what. He, issued, he went online and he did a video to issue an apology afterwards. Too late. Too mm-hmm. late. A little bit too late. Yeah, I think... You know, this guy flies back and back across from Tokyo to the West Coast, and he might be sleep-deprived because he was not in a good mood. And, you know, the, the interviewer made a comment. He said, you know, you're a big cheerleader for Bcash, and that was what set him off. You know, it was the Bcash, plus they called him a cheerleader, and he goes, you're insulting me? You're insulting me? Oh, my God. I was a multimillionaire before I was even in crypto, you guys. And, like, he went off, and it was pretty glorious. Yeah, I, I, you know, we interviewed Roger a few months ago at Nexus Earth, and he was a nice guy, and, you know, we didn't really push him on anything, because we didn't, at that point, really didn't understand Bitcoin Cash. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out Bitcoin Cash, what it all yeah. meant, why is it a thing, why is it different, how is it different, what's a fork, what the fork's the deal, like, I mean, yeah. seriously, it's still confusing. Yeah, and it uh, Bitcoin Cash explodified uh, November 12th, I think it was, and we did an episode around that, and I think that Roger's apology notwithstanding, Bitcoin Cash is now in the crypto world heretofore known as Bcash, and uh, I think is a branding it is a branding problem now, right? Mm. They they really him letting his anger get the best of him and letting his immaturity come out um, at that moment or being immature at that moment really damaged the Bitcoin Cash brand. Well, I mean, Bcash, I just look at it. I just look at it like you know, it's one. It's kind of that Barbara Streisand effect, right? It's like you're trying to get something off the internet. Now he was so mad about it being called Bcash, and he could he should have just let that just roll off. Okay, Bcash is what you want to call. It, that's fine. Not even acknowledge it or even let him know that it bothered him by the fact that he let him know that being it being called Bcash pissed him off. Now. Pretty much everybody from now on, I, I'm only going to call it Bcash just because it's funny. And, and that's what's happening. And the memes are already popping up. The screenshots of Roger giving the finger in anger, flipping the bird, if you will, um, are forever internetified. I mean, it's, it's once it's out there, it's out there. And it's going to make for all kinds of memes. And it wouldn't surprise me if it got outside of the inter- of the crypto world into other memes as well. So we will put a uh, we'll embed the video in the show notes on the site so you can check that out. Uh, it, it, we got anything else, Travis, or uh, is this little quickie? Good? Was it good for you? Oh, you know what? It was very good. Anytime we can hang out, Mister Joel Com and talk about the magical crypto space. It is always a joy. I do think the space is uh, completely fascinating. And here we are. When we started this thing, crypto was uh, under two grand. And here we are, 5X. So anybody who has been on this journey with us over these past four months and, you know, decided, you know, to, to jump into the game, you know, they've made some coin as long as they haven't sold it, you know, at the, you, you make sure not to buy the highs and sell the dips. You want to make sure to flip it around. So hopefully everyone who has been on the show or has, uh, been listening to the show has uh, has has done well, but then again, you know we're we're not financial advisors, so we're, we have not advised you to do anything. 
But we do advise you to tell your friends about the Bad Crypto Podcast. Uh, you know, I like that we have a format, Travis, but at the same time, the listeners never quite know what to expect. It's like we are within the, the boundaries of familiar and yet still unusual and strange. And, and I kind of like that. And I feel like celebrating this Bitcoin 10,000 by saying we want to give away some more bad coin. If you have not yet reviewed the Bad Crypto Podcast uh, on iTunes or on our Facebook page or anywhere where you can write a review, please go and do that. We love to get your reviews. Screenshot the review and email it to us at badcryptopodcast at gmail.com along with your BitShares username. If you don't have a BitShares wallet, it's really easy to open one up. It's where uh, BadCoin was created. It's it's the home of BadCoin. And in order to give you BadCoin, you need to have a BitShares wallet. Go to bitshares.org and just create an online wallet and you will create a username. So when you send us a screenshot of your review, uh, give us your BitShares username and we will fling, and I do mean fling, 100,000 bad coin at you. Um, they're worthless tokens, and uh, but you'll be glad to say that you have 100,000 of them. Hey, you're, you're hodling this amazingly worthless token, and uh, that's going to make your day better. Because someday it may not be worthless, but it will probably be It'll probably just stay worthless. All right, on that note, ladies and gentlemen of Bad Cryptopia, we bid you farewell. Stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. And don't call it Bcash!